Hello beautiful and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, finding fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility, but what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family. Just by being here with me, listening to this podcast, you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true. Let's do this together. Happy Friday and welcome back to another episode of the Finding Fertility Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Cox. And we are on our third episode of this month, and we are talking about the six vital steps you need to take to really maximize your aid quality and make 2022 your year to get and stay pregnant. So we have already covered some really cool topics um, about setting yourself up for success, some of the top three tips um, to do right away that could really have a really dramatic positive impact on your fertility. We talked about getting down to the root cause of what's going on with some intake forms that all of my one-to-one clients and the women within the online group coaching program, the formula do to really hone in on the specific areas that need TLC. We talked a lot about diet. We always talk about diet on (laughs) this um, podcast. And so now we are going to move into the mind-body connection. And I think this is one of like the hardest things to do because you have to really get raw with yourself you have to get uh, vulnerable you have to get honest and really start digging into those um, beliefs that you have about yourself and first it's like the 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 noticeable level like noticing what you say to yourself how you think and really getting in tune with that. I know for me, the biggest thing that I did kind of um, like one of the only things I was doing at the, at the time, cause I didn't really get into all the deep subconscious beliefs and all that until after my fertility journey was over. But one of the major shifts that I made was starting to tell myself when I get pregnant, not if I get pregnant or if this IVF cycle will work. Um, It's really changing up those small little words. Um, There's like crazy scientific evidence to back all this stuff up. But for me, it was just a little bit comforting to say those things. At first, it was like super nerve wracking, but it eventually just became that comfort of like, yes, when this happens, because I am doing the things that I need to be doing to make this happen. Now, I definitely failed um, a lot of the time. I mean, if you really look at my journey, you can say I failed way more than I succeeded. 
but um, the ultimate goal was to have children and I did that. And so it really didn't matter how many times I failed until I reached that ultimate goal. It was always like, okay, that didn't work or how can I improve on that? Um, I know sometimes when you're shelling out a shitload of money for fertility treatments, it's really hard to sit there and go like, oh, that didn't work. <laughs> like, I know it doesn't work that way. I've had two failed IVFs. I've had two miscarriages from frozen embryo transfers. So I know the like heartache and the mental and emotional stress that comes with that, especially on the financial side. Um, but after I was able to pick myself up, it was like, okay, what can I do to improve my situation going on to the next step? So your thoughts are incredibly powerful and it literally doesn't have to be this grand big scheme of things. It's really just honing on in on changing some of those key words that you're using within your own language out loud to other people, out loud to yourself, and especially in your mind. Um, the whole like protection thing that we do, um, you know, it's okay if it doesn't work out um, or I'll do this if it doesn't work out. Um, it doesn't really protect us in any way. It I don't personally think that the heartache of when it does quote unquote fail is any less if you're saying it doesn't matter or we'll do this or this happens like it it's still incredibly painful um you don't protect yourself from that pain um but what you do when you're using more positive language leading up to like a big event like fertility treatment or even you know the month a month of tr just trying to conceive naturally is um is more of a long-term effect and it has um more of an impact on you long term it's not necessarily something you can just see noticeably it just doesn't work that way but also when you start changing up those little things, it opens you up to start to be able to change bigger things in your life. And when you are going through the down, you know, the hardships of uh, especially fertility treatment, you are able to handle it with just a little bit more grace. And you are just able to you know, go to a place of sadness and sorrow and disappointment and even anger at some points, but you don't stay there for long. Um, you have more of a determination to pick yourself up, dust yourself off and refocus on where you want to go in your next steps. Um, and that looks different for everyone. I'm not saying that like you just like continue on, continue on. Sometimes people are like, okay, this is it. I'm done. I know after our last frozen embryo transfer is our fifth medical procedure. Um, it was our last embryos. And if it didn't work, quote unquote, if I didn't get pregnant, stay pregnant and bring home a baby, I wasn't, I knew in my heart, in my head, I wasn't doing any more fertility treatment like that. That was me. That was done. I, I had had enough. Um, and it wasn't in a negative way. I wasn't saying like, if this fails and that's it, no more. It was just like, 
this is the end of a very long journey and no matter which way it turns out um I'm really confident that I'm ready to go in a different direction and spoiler alert I got pregnant naturally two months after a miscarriage from that frozen embryo transfer um and that miscarriage um was a pretty big blow because at that time I still haven't proven I can get pregnant naturally um and but with all the mindset work that I was doing and all the you know positive thoughts um and different language I didn't stay down long if that makes sense so your thoughts rewiring your brain is an incredibly important thing to do to help support those positive thoughts and a different mindset you know people talk about nothing changes in your life until you start making different decisions and that's the same thing with your thoughts if you are sat there literally calling yourself infertile um, or I'm broken or I can't have a baby your subconscious mind will do anything in its power to prove you right. And so that could be, um, you know, being on the wrong diet for you or not want willing or wanting to change your diet or not finding the right support to help you through those diet changes. That could be lifestyle changes. That could be um, drinking alcohol, um, not being able to, you know, dramatically reduce your intake or even just keep going, you know, doing the same thing. I know that was a big thing for me. I literally had to start telling myself what's more important, a baby the family of your dreams or a glass of red wine and eventually I got to a point where the wine wasn't nearly as important and I was able to socialize without even one glass of wine um, I wasn't a raging alcoholic but I wouldn't say <laughs> I would say I was probably drinking a little bit too much so um, you know your your brain is super super powerful and it has um, a big control over your fertility. Remember, um, your endocrine system is incredibly important to your fertility. And at the top is your brain and the penile gland in that endocrine system. And so it all function as one. And at the bottom in your lady bits are your ovaries connected to the endocrine system. So it all works as one. Um, if you have been with the Finding Fertility family for long, you know that I'm a deep believer that your fertility issues are most likely not like have nothing to do with your lady bits. Um, and I can be confident in saying that because your doctors have told you they're they're fine. Or you might be dealing with something that is, you know, like PCOS or endometriosis or low AMH that doctors feel that are, you know, in your lady bits and that's your issue. Well, where's the root cause? It doesn't just happen in the ovaries everything you know we're all connected and things lead to that um so it's really finding the root cause and on your mental and emotional health it's digging deep and finding those areas that you can improve on now i i gotta be really honest when i hear um mindset coaches say that 
you know, if you have this deep subconscious belief, then your body will never let you, you know, get pregnant um, or keep a baby. And there's part of me that agrees with that. I do think if you have a deep subconscious block about um, being a mother or how your mother mothered you, um, that can um, manifest into a physical illness. But I also do believe that there are, you know, we're physical beings on a physical earth. So there, you don't necessarily have to work through all your BS, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I know I personally didn't. Um, yes, I started to meditate. Yes, I started to slow down. Um, I started to really reconnect with the things I love doing, find joy in my life. I found the right movement for me. Um, and I yeah, started speaking to myself differently, but I did not have vision boards. I did not do any deep subconscious work about my relationship with my mother or my own um, subconscious limiting beliefs. That all came like a year into starting finding fertility. Um, so I'm a deep believer that it's not like you have to completely get down to like the soul, your deep, dark soul and open all the skeletons in your closet. I do think you have to like crack the door open and see what's going on, especially if you're not able to stick to the physical commitments, um, like your diet, like the lifestyle, getting to bed early, um, or at a reasonable time, you know, making sleep that priority, um, slowing down if you're hitting the gym too hard why do you have to do that being a type a person like um, being a people pleaser like cracking the door open to your mental emotional health surrounding those issues and starting to dive into that just helps you do the physical things that you need to do to increase your fertility um, so I'm not I'm not saying here when we work on the mind body connection within the formula we're not, um, once again, being perfect. We're not um, going super crazy. Now, within the formula, I give you loads of different advice and links to find what works for you because there's so many amazing um, routes out there to help with the mental and emotional state. But sometimes you're not, one, you're not ready for them or they're like the next level of like healing. Or two, like, you're like, no, this is not for me. <laughs> like, I'm not digging this. Um, so you really have to figure out what works for you when it comes to the mental and emotional. I know I've talked about this before when we're talking about movement. Um, I always hit the gym really, really hard. And then there are other people are like, go do yoga, you know, yoga, yoga, yoga. And yoga was like boring as fuck. And I just did not vibe with it for a really long time and I had to put in a lot of effort luckily I found somewhere to do yoga and I started to like really connect with that instructor and everything we're saying and I think it was my time too like because I had pushed through and I kept showing up in different aspects and going to different yoga classes online in person I finally found something that connected with me and I was ready because I had been like meditating and doing all these small little steps, finally got into yoga. 
but some people aren't into yoga. Um, so you got to find your way to slow down, like just going for walks, um, connecting with nature, going for a swim. Um, you know, there's so many different things that you can do. It's not a one size fits all. So it's really, really important to figure out what's, what's the best thing for you. Um, what else we go into during these weeks, I think this is week three and four of the formula is um, we talk about anxiety and depression and how to really start managing those issues and getting to maybe the core of them and how they are actually um, affecting your fertility. Now, the amazing thing, I know I've said this before, all these action steps kind of come together. They come into this like one big glowing ball of light. And so you're not going to be having to do like crazy amount of different work to see results in different areas of your life. Um, your anxiety and your depression, once you start finding the right diet for you and you start really improving your gut health, you will notice your anxiety and your depression kind of lift um, because of the gut brain um, connection there. Um, when you start detoxing your life, um, you know, we talk about social media, we talk about negative Nancy's within our, our work environment, within our friendships, within our family, and how it's just really important that you start saying no, and you start drawing big fat lines in the sand between you and these people, no matter how much you love them, um, or are told that you should love them, or you, you're told that you should have some kind of relationship with them, or you have to be nice, finding those balances, because I believe it's a two-way street, right? When you are trying to work through your own emotional bullshit, you have to either put a, like, a brave face on, or a fake face, and, like, you know, be like, hello to everyone. Or you just have to say, I can't do it right now. I know for me, there was times in my life where it was just like, I can't be around those people because I, they trigger me. And that's my issue. They're lovely people. They're being who they want to be and who they, you know, who they are. And that's totally fine. But right now it triggers me and I need to one, figure out how I can stop that trigger and to, you know, resolve those own emotions in, in my life. So when I'm able, when I've done that, which might take weeks, might take months, sometimes years, you're able to go back into those situations and not get triggered like you would have before. And you have to really start realizing that everything around you is kind of like a mirror. And when you're being triggered and you want to blame that other person, it's just better to go within and start resolving whatever those issues that are triggering you, because you can't change that person. You cannot, you know, say, hey, I'm going through a lot of BS right now. You trigger me. Can you please change? Um, it's got to come within. So if you're not willing to do that, like you, not in a bad or a good way, if you're just not willing or unable to do it at the moment, you have to just remove yourself from those types of situations as much as possible. 
Um, and if it's an environment or a situation that you really can't get away from, like let's say work and it's a crazy coworker and you need your job, you have to really start finding techniques that are going to help you get through those situations at a much calmer level instead of getting the anxiety, except like that depression and getting those cortisol levels, like going through the roof and going droom, 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 like go up, up, up and down. Um, it will absolutely benefit your overall health and especially your fertility health. Um, so we, and that like goes straight into, we talk, we go, dive down into the stress hormones, your cortisol. We talk about, um, you know, really focusing on, I call it the vagus nerve, but it's not <laughs> a vagus nerve, but Hey, I feel like when you're like, like doing it right, you're having a good time and like, you can overdo it just like you can do in Vegas. Um, but it's just really, really important to just to take a step back and slow the fuck down. I think there's so many type A women within the infertility community um, that one of the best things that we could all do for ourselves is to just slow the fuck down and start saying no to people and start putting ourselves first and stop people pleasing. And this, like all the mind body work, like it is all connected. It all stems from somewhere. And so when you're ready and willing to like get down to that, you have these aha moments. And when you have those aha moments, then you're like, ah, I don't have to do that. I don't have to rise to that occasion. Or if you like get triggered, you're, you have steps, you have like the tools in your belt to bring yourself down instead of staying triggered all fucking day long and then into the night and then those patterns repeat and you're just like oh and you're frazzled and stressed and it just causes a shit storm for your fertility um so one of the big things that we go through within the formula too is there's a timeline and you print out the timeline and you sit there and you write all the things that you think could possibly have kind of led you to where you are and maybe who you are and why you think the way you do. I give you my timeline. It's like really raw and I'm really open about the things that I've been through. I probably should go update it because <laughs> there's been some like Pandora's box that I've opened recently, but it's just being really honest with yourself and looking back at your past and the traumas that you went through. I talk about it, you know, we're not talking about big traumas here. I'm like doing the little quotation marks in the air. Um, trauma is trauma. And we've really done a very good job in society to label traumas as like some big event. Um, like sexual abuse, physical abuse, um, you know, big car accident, a big event in the family, which those are definitely, definitely traumatic. But when we talk about trauma as a whole, it's anything that was traumatic for you. And this is especially important when you're, when you were younger, when you didn't have the brain capacity to really think for yourself and you just took in whatever was being said to you, you took in. And if it was an, a repetitive thing, then you took it in over and over and over. And then all of a sudden that was your belief. 
about the world around you and especially about yourself. Um, so if you are struggling to kind of commit to things on a physical level, um, or if you seem like you're, you're doing it, but it's still not like clicking, those are where the subconscious beliefs take over. And that's where they talk about manifestation and getting like really woo woo with everyone. Um, you know, the universe only gives you what you match. So that's when people say like, well, there must be this subconscious belief that you're not good enough to be a mother. Like if you really have that rooted inside you and all like you're, you're perfect on every like kind of physical level, um, that's where that connection is. And I do believe in that as well. Um, so it's really important to just get really raw with yourself and um, start exploring those areas. I think too, for me, I found that it really helped me to be a better mom. You know, I didn't understand some of my behavior patterns and I didn't understand some of my depression and my anxiety because I had a good childhood. You know, I had two loving parents that were doing the best that they could, um, but it wasn't perfect, <laughs> you know, like, and I don't think anyone's life was. And when you start digging into those things, you actually soon really start realizing that, um, you know, your parents probably didn't have all their shit together and their parents probably didn't have all their shit together. So those past traumas trickle down. And then all of a sudden you're left wondering like, hey, I had a really easy life or, um, you know, things seemingly were really good. Why, why is my life the way it is when I know that it could be um, more fulfilling and more abundant in lots of ways, not just like money and family, but your own self-worth, your own self-love. Um, so that really helps digging down into those and yeah, get ready to get uncomfortable because it's hard work. <laughs> it's hard work. You are looking in the mirror at your naked ass and you're just like, oh shit. Okay, let's go. Um, so yeah, that's, um, the really important work that we get into. It's, um, a big few weeks, if you take on the tasks and you have worksheets and action plans for you to really follow along and help commit to the areas you know you need to improve in. Also during this time, we are, or you should be finishing your 30-day um, diet challenge that you set your standards where you need to be. Remember, this is all about meeting you where you're at and building on the things that you have or haven't done. And so we get to start reintroducing foods. There's a big um, section in there talking about you know, there's certain ways, especially AIP, if you want to start reintroducing foods, a certain way you should do it. But my core belief is you start reintroducing foods that you miss. Like if there is something that you love and you have not eaten it for 30 days, that is the first thing you should eat because we're all about joy. We don't want to be <laughs> like depriving ourselves of things that we love, but we got to know if that thing loves us back. And that's the key, right? It doesn't matter how much you love a certain food. If that food does not love you, it is not serving your highest purpose. And for right now, it's just completely off the table. 
I fucking love tomatoes. I love salsa. You give me a spicy salsa, I could literally like kill a bull, right? Um, tomatoes do not love me back, especially with peppers. It is literally a shitstorm waiting to happen after the diet or after the constipation <laughs> for like three days after eating a bowl of salsa. So this is the time where you get to play around with your favorite foods, reintroduce them back in and see how you feel. Um, it's a really, really, um, important time because this is what's going to set you up for the longevity of this lifestyle. Um, I haven't, I mean, I have eaten tomatoes within the last seven years, but very minimal. And when my gut health is at its peak, I'm okay. I can handle like half a bowl of salsa. When my gut health is bad, meaning I've been drinking too much or I'm not sleeping well or I'm overstressed out, um, that half a bowl of salsa will ruin me. So I know my body really well and I know when and when I can't or when or when I shouldn't um, eat certain foods. So it's a really important time and you take it really slowly and we walk you through that step by step. And obviously you have in the community, um, an area where you're able to ask questions and explore emotions. Um, because I think with our food, we're so connected to it emotionally. And obviously moving through this mind body week, um, you do kind of have to grieve, you have to grieve that lifestyle that might not ever be in your future anymore. You know, some people can heal and be able to reintroduce really successfully. And some people can't. So it's super, super important time. And I'm there to help guide you through that. Um, so next week, we are going to be talking about how sleep is one of the most under, underrated things you can do for your fertility health and how to get into a really good morning and nighttime routine. And then we get at the end of the course, we get really um into the specifics of your gut, your thyroid, your adrenals, your liver function. We talk about fertility boosting foods. So after we know, like have a good base knowledge of foods that don't work for us, we really wanna start maximizing it and then using targeted supplementation. Um, so at the beginning of the course, I talk about reevaluate your supplements. We do not wanna be pill poppers. Um, and at the bottom of the course is like, okay, you have a really good understanding of what you need to do, where you're at, what is the proper supplementation that you should be investing in and then we troubleshoot you know sometimes diets don't work and like you're like I feel shittier after this or this isn't working for me and we really try to figure out because as you guys know it's not a cookie cutter approach here and we really try to tailor it to your own and then we got to figure out okay that's not working where are we going to move to so really hope this has helped you and inspired you to really reconsider some of the mind body work that you are doing or you're not doing and really focusing on that and I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will be here next week looking forward to it thank you once again for tuning in to the finding fertility podcast if you're loving this podcast please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.